more and more people are becoming conscious that we need to live our lives differently for ourselves and for the planet. Feeling the need to reconnect and discover more about our true selves and the world around us. In the House of Essence podcast, we dive into topics that nourish body, mind, soul and the planet. We are Romy and Michelle. And with each episode, we hope to inspire you and guide you on your path to a more conscious and sustainable life. Hello, everyone. We're excited to share another episode of the House of Essence podcast with you. An episode in which we talk with a very wise woman, Lisette Kreischer. She calls herself an activist for plants, animals and Mother Nature. And uh, yeah, we just love the conversation. Michelle, what stood out for you? For me, it was a really interesting conversation because I thought I knew a lot about herbs and plant medicine, but it turns out that I didn't. And also what was really interesting that not every plant or herb is good for everybody. And you really need to listen to your intuition to know what is good for you. Um, and for me, that was really interesting because sometimes you just go to the um, calendula or anything, but sometimes you really need to listen to your intuition, what you need and not what it is the working of the plant or anything else. So I Yeah, think not just check the list. For, yeah. Okay, so it's good for this, this and this. So let's take that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was definitely something that I loved about this conversation as well, where we tried to ask Lisette, okay, so what's good mm-hmm. when you have a cold or yeah. a cough, you yeah. know, which is rather relevant at the moment. Mm-hmm. And she just said, yeah, that really depends per person. And you need to listen to your body. And as you said as well, your intuition yeah. and to mother nature, because that's crazy, of course. Basically, mother nature, well, it's not crazy. It's very natural. But <laughs> mother earth provides us with everything we need to stay healthy. Yeah in exactly the right seasons and in the right yeah. dosage as well. But we've just lost that connection a little bit. And yeah, uh, well, we can find it back. And Lisette will tell you how and where to start. And I think that's really important to yeah, go back to our intuition, but also go back to the holistic health that's not not stop it or, or starts at one point, but it's really... Yeah, all connected. And yeah. Um, yeah, I found it fascinating that she also talks about the roots, the leaves and everything and the blossom. And yeah, that it helps us to stay healthy and stay kind of sane sometimes also in, in this crazy world. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's nice to listen for yourself what you think of it and how it can help you. Yeah, and our conversation, of course, goes a lot broader than just plants and herbs because mm-hmm, yes. Lisette has written 11 books on plants. and we 11. Yeah, 11. <laughs> and we discuss uh, a lot from the book Plant Pharmacy, yes. which is, of course, very related to this topic, but she's written a lot of other books. And uh, yeah, there's just no words actually to describe the variety of wisdom and knowledge Mm-mm. that Lisette has. And uh, we also talk about how this connection to nature and the connection to ourselves has caused yeah, all the things that we're facing in the world today, such yeah. as climate change, but also the virus that we're, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that we're dealing with still worldwide yeah. at the moment. So uh, yeah. we hope you enjoy this episode <laughs> and we would love to hear what you think of it. Yes. Enjoy. <laughs>
we're drinking mugwort, mm. which is a typical plant for this season. Um, it's a plant that now really shines her beauty upwards still, because in fall everything will draw back, of course, to the root. But she just pushes herself through the sky to to the sky, and has this fairy thing, fairy-like quality. But then she has this root, which is really strong and really powerful. So at some point she will go back into that root and we can enjoy the root, giving medicinal qualities. And she is the ultimate female uh, goddess plant. Mm. So I thought, well, <laughs> that suits our talk and our being yeah, together. Definitely. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how you, <laughs> when you start talking about plants, you become so passionate. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, well I, I can speak a bit about that. Um, maybe what you see is how I feel is a true friendship. So I, I really see the plants as equal as we are, mm. as beings, green beings surrounding us and giving us so much that the only thing I can feel is friendship. And and, mm. and it's an everyday question for me, what can I give back? And uh, once you start seeing the plants as equals, as allies, the world just opens up, just like you just uh, show, showed <laughs> yeah. us, and it opens up. That's what plants do. If you just start, start listening and seeing. Yeah, so beautiful. <laughs> and do you have a favorite plant or herb then as well? Well, that to me that's a difficult one because saying a, a plant is a favorite of mine feels also a bit diminishing or degrading mm. to the all <laughs> the beautiful plants out there. So I really don't want to discriminate them. And um, speaking of friendship, so I can say there are some true allies that have been beside me for a very long time and uh, I've enjoyed their medicine and I hope I have given them a bit of me back uh, in service and it is Angelica so mm. she is in Dutch you say Engelwortel uh, translated but it's not the English name it's called Angel Root mm. and her her field of True medicinal power is in the center of the body where heaven and earth come together, so the solar plexus, and corresponding with the stomach and the intestine. So if you have a nervous stomach, it's Angelica that works. And my uh, my like vulnerable spot in my body is my stomach has been for since I was a baby. So if I cross my own boundaries or um, I don't listen to my body, it's my stomach that responds. And angel root, <laughs> or it's the, it's not the correct word, but I like it. Uh, Angelica <laughs> brings healing, brings calmness, brings female, like female strength and empowering, but also for the menstruation, if it's out of balance. Um, and I had had a disbalance in my menstruation when I was 24 or something. And it was Angelica that brought me back, that oh. brought me in balance again. So... When you see that plants help you like that, they become, as I said, friends, uh, but also not really favorite, but just the ones that are there. And the other one is calendula, which is really mm. a golden flower. Yeah. Um, and she shines like the sun. She really absorbs the sunlight. And it's a true plant for people who have lost a bit of their childlike enthusiasm and energy. The mm. energy you're born with, that you're like, oh, that child that just goes and is happy and enjoys life but then 
experiences things that are traumatic and they, they become disconnected from that energy, that pure energy. And calendula has the power to restore that energy again, to bring you back. Wow. So I feel drawn to her. I think yeah. this these times are drawn to calendula. So she's the plan of these times, bringing us back to pure energy and, and, and healing. And she can heal. Like, poo, wow. Uh, if, if people have a tremendous burnout or have been through cancer or like the real deal, mm. then calendula is the powerful ally to come back on your feet again. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> But I can also understand that maybe the listeners are like, okay, this woman is so enthusiastic and we're going to dive into the world of plants and herbs with you in a moment. But maybe it's nice if you can introduce yourself as well. Oh, yoy. <laughs> Always, where to begin? Um, well, my name is Lisette Kreischer. We're now in my home in Amsterdam, which we, uh, it's a 50s home, but we rebuild it and in a natural way. So all organic and sustainable and vegan plant-powered materials. Mm -hmm. And the story I speak is about veganism. And veganism to me is very big. It's, um, it's something that resonates in my heart. And it's about really embracing all the beings in this world as equal. And that's not only the animals. It is the animals to begin with. That was my first uh, chapter in life. When I was 10, I became a vegetarian because I didn't feel uh, standing above a pyramid, uh, on the top of a pyramid, but I felt mm. a part of a circle. And in the circle were the animals. So it was my duty, I felt, to be their friend. I felt friendship. So, of course, French you don't eat. So it was my duty to protect them and speak their language or learn how to speak, which still is my whole um, journey to learn to listen to all the other beings on this planet, not uh, listening to the rules of this society, of this make world, the make-believe world, but really what's beyond beyond everything we've learned. And the plants are a part of that. And the, they became a part of that journey uh, because I had to eat them. <laughs> so once you start eating mindfully, you become aware of what you're eating. And suddenly you see that those plants are feeding you in a way that no one has told me. Oh my gosh, I felt so amazing eating plants. So I started to eat plants, wanted to learn about these plants, discovered If I want all the nutrients and health from these plants, the plants need to feel good. So it's important that they stand in good soil, that the water is clean, that there's space for them to grow. So this whole vegan journey became a tremendous holistic experience, um, still bringing me deeper into, I think, what's life, what life is about or what it means to be a human in this world. So now I'm here with you, yeah. um, learning about plants still uh, and learning about animals still and feeling a little baby still. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it's about unlearning, I think. Yeah, uh, the all. more you find out, the more questions you get, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God, this, this is like a box of Pandora, Pandora <laughs> that yeah. we opened. Yeah. And it's partly positive, but it's also a bit negative because the things that I have learned are, are keeping me back, are, are holding me back. So it's, it's you know, peeling the layers of my conditioned world and discovering all that is beyond yeah. and that no one told me. 
<laughs> crazy, right? I know that we feel like that a lot as well. Yeah. yeah, and just it's so nice that you welcomed us into your home. You have a beautiful home. And just for the listeners, it's the, there are plants everywhere. <laughs> There's herbs everywhere. And it just feels so warm and cozy. Oh. And it really... Yeah, it shows your personality and uh, <laughs> drinking this lovely tea as well <laughs> with herbs. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, we're really grateful to do this uh, podcast with you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But I want to dive in straight away, I think, in the part where you said this unlearning and the conditioning. Because on the way uh, over here, Michelle and I were talking about how we as humans have, you know, we feel like if we need healing, we need to go to a doctor. But it seems like we've forgotten how to heal ourselves and how plants can help us with that. Mm -hmm. And if I hear you talk about your favorite mm -hmm. herbs, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, a calendula that's so strong mm -hmm. or an angel root, Angelica, mm -hmm. that can help you so much with your menstruation as well. How do you look at that? Um Well, I, th I think we've not truly lost our ability, but we've forgotten how to listen. So it's still mm. there. It's an innate quality we all have because we're nature's creatures. We can think we're not or try to believe we're not and force everything on there. But no, we're nature's creatures. So once we knew the ways of Earth and we knew all the languages of the animals, of the trees, of the plants, and we knew how to listen. We were stripped of the conditions of this society. So imagine, imagine the, the, the space that, that enters when all the blocks and all the, the belief systems that are now are in place in our bodies, mm -hmm. if they're stripped and, they're, and all the space that enters and the songs that can be heard that Mama Earth just, just keeps on singing. <laughs> when we... Start listening, and when we stop, stop believing and thinking and having opinions, start listening, start relaxing, start seeing, this world opens up in ourselves, in our own bodies, and in nature and all around us. So it is there, it has always been, it will always be there, um, but we need to find a way back and trust that intuitive voice, because I do believe intuition is the bridge to healing. Because when we find that bridge, we will hear what our body is telling us. It's an intelligent, ultimate expression of nature, of, of, of all the qualities that underlie everything. Oh, you say that so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so find I'm, that I'm way I'm quoting back. everything now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice Taking quotes. Notes. Nice yeah. quotes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, using intuition. And then we can heal ourselves because mm. our body is intelligent. Mm. We don't need anything from the outside. We just have to learn how to trust again. And that's a, that's a big one. Yeah. And how did that journey, you touched upon it a little bit already, of course, mm. but how did that journey start for you to also use the plants and the herbs to yeah, truly heal yourself as well? Yeah. Well, when, once I started to eat plants, um, I enjoyed their nourishing qualities and already ex experienced the medicinal power of plants just by eating what my body really said it needed, not what the, in Dutch we have the schijf van vijf. So yeah. it's the, like the, the, the nutritional guidelines. We need five like um, food. Well, you know best. The components. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
and, and really bypassing that, really listening to my body, really seeing what the seasons were telling me. And whoa, suddenly uh, my body was doing amazing and felt more into balance. So that was the first experience of the medicinal powers of plants. But also once I said really like in my mind no to allopathic chemical medicine, so the pharmaceutical industry, because I really did not want to listen to industries that find the need to torture and abuse other sentient beings yeah. for mm. our health. Mm. That's not what health is about. That's no. no in no way what health is about. If if other beings suffer, then the world is not healthy. And with that, do you mean the medicines that they test on animals? Test on animals. The, and also humans, by the way. Uh, humans. Yeah. Uh, the, so once there is somewhere the need to uh, create suffering for health, then and, and it can also be suffering like the um, how we create the chemical medicines, not only by testing them on animals, other beings, but also how they are derived or how they are made. Um mm. To me, that's not a like what's given by Mama Earth. It's not what we're a part of or we should be a part of. So I thought I just quit all these big industries. I stopped mm. listening to them. I don't care. I want to find my own way. Mm. So I, I started just... I started just using chamomile tea <laughs> really <laughs> intuitively. Just just oh, wow. do it. Just start and, and, and experience what the tea does. Going outside for a bit of nettle leaf to put in the tea mm. and, and breaking down the systems present in me, like feeling fear for the green world. Like, oh, mm. the nettle, nettle, Yeah, because I think that is what a lot of people, yeah. at least I recognize it in myself as well. I had a lovely nettle soup yesterday that a friend of mine, uh, <laughs> cool. she went out, got the nettle in the forest and she made the soup. Oh. But I also still feel a bit of that fear towards the green world. And I can imagine a lot of the listeners will recognize it as well. Yeah. How do you yeah. yeah, how do you go beyond that? Hmm. Well, I think it starts with acknowledging that there's this mistrust, this deep fear of this of the green the, the, the allies that have been before us because the plants were there before us. They brought oxygen in the ether. It's because of them we're here. And they were the first foods and medicines of our ancestors. So we're here because our ancestors responded to plants as food and medicine. But maybe the past, like, let's say 500 years, there has been this division, the separation of the nature's ways and also uh, spirituality. It became science and then then some, (laughs) Mm. then something else. And... um, we lost, we slowly lost these ways and started to say you need to, you know, mistrust everything that is spiritual, everything that is green, everything that is yeah. pure and sentient. And, and, and why is that? I think it's, well, I can only guess. I think it's fear. I think at some point there was this idea that man could dominate something that he, he wanted. I say he because I believe it's it's patriarchy that Mm. made this separation uh, possible it's the need for dominance the need to be on top of a mountain Um, yeah so this masculine energy masculine energy so i'm not saying men in particular but the masculine energy that's a good one thank you um really creating this this separation um but it's all it's all in the mind because there is no separation but the illusion that there is a separation Mm. 
and we really invested in that. So mm. uh, women or men working with plants and working with nature suddenly became something we had to mistrust. Yep. And there has been good campaigns really promoting that we had to mistrust these yes. kinds of ways. You know, it's evil. It's it's bad. It's you need to burn. And inquisition started because the, yeah. of this separation of this. Um, yeah, and if we fear. yeah, and if we go deeper in that, we we talk about when they called the woman who worked with plant medicine or herbs witches. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. That that was, I think, the start of the mistrusting of the of the yeah. healing part of the plants. Yeah, so indeed, we 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 have been working with plants forever. The 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 the, the natural. People, the people of the land did that. I think it was the way we did it, the way we learned, the way we healed, the way we fed ourselves, the way we knew how to behave and react and navigate through life. And then there was this need for power, for domination. And then suddenly the people who were doing these old ways, who were listening to Mama Earth, uh, were branded witches uh, and there was this marketing campaign mm. uh, that we should not oh, believe yeah. this and they had to be burned and and now there is this residue of uh, if you are now it's more like comical or it is an objectification of the female body like it's mm. the two mm. or it's halloween kitsch or it's like uh, the sexy witch in a uh, Netflix series or something. Yeah, yeah with But magic powers. Both mm -hmm. have yeah. nothing to do. So I, I do think we have to be a little bit aware when using the word witch that yeah. we know where it came from. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe it could be a little bit cultural appropriation. I don't know, mm. but we need to be careful. And much is also storytelling. So it's the stories we tell ourselves. And a witch ha it has no... The word doesn't mean anything, but the story we tell ourselves mean mm. everything. Yeah. But I do understand that there's a drawn to the word because it holds some kind of, I think, deeper hunger to feeling connected yeah. and feeling connected to what? To, I think, the living land. Once yeah. Earth was alive in our mind, we were dependent on everything she gave. And suddenly we, st we stopped giving back. And I think mm. that was the moment mm. we separated and this connection was the result, feeling, uh, let, letting us feel eventually this deep hunger, hunger for this connection yeah. that yeah. we now see as a trauma. It's, I think it's the, the big disease we carry at this Definitely. moment. Yeah. yeah, no, true. And you've been on a journey to connect again to the land for a long time. What has the plant world uh, and herb medicine brought you so far? Um Well, it, it, it is a very interesting journey because I come from... Uh, I come from a city surrounding. I'm brought up like, uh, well, you just met my father, <laughs> Adi. Yeah. It's all very practical, very, very gentle and loving, but very practical. Uh, this is how we do it. This is what we eat. Uh, fortunately, I had the privilege that they, my mom and dad also said, follow your heart. And I didn't know what that meant, follow my heart, but I did. I did know what it didn't mean. Like... Mm. I didn't go to school. I followed my own ways. And um, 
becoming a vegetarian was my first step, saying no to what society brought upon me, like this is normal. When I didn't feel it was normal, that has been my guideline, like it I don't care what you say, it doesn't feel right, it doesn't sit right with me. And just moving on from that. And then at some point when I started to eat the plants, using the plants as medicine as well, again, these people saying, this is just, you know, you just don't believe this, it is quack, it, is, uh, it isn't science-based, it isn't proof, uh, we have thousands of years of proof mm-hmm. it's just where where You've do you forgotten it yeah, as well where do you where do you search yeah. where do you look mm-hmm. at yeah don't forget where we come from like this is arrogance talking like we need to remember that the whole allopathic industry so the pharmaceutical industry is built upon the natural world and i think yeah, it's that's sad. where it all started it's, i love that yeah. you say we need to remember where we came yeah. from yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe that's the road back and that was for me the road road back and it's baby steps it's not that i woke up and became like this herbal woman knows knowing everything no i'm i'm really learning i didn't have a grandma on a mountain with a basket of nettles <laughs> i had to become my own grandma my mm. own uh, inner herb which woman i don't know how you want to call it but i i needed to start trusting and that's just has that that has been the way really learning how to trust and relax Mm. the key word is really relaxation so and that's difficult just stop sit down and do nothing it's like that's not no go in this society something has to need need, needs a purpose needs a goal you need you need to do something that is like effective yeah there's a lot of focus on doing yeah doing doing doing, and you stop and do nothing just yeah, I'm, just, I'm like, oh, yay, I'm so happy that you mentioned this because that's exactly what House of Essence is about. Oh. It's about being overdoing. Yeah, exactly. So standing still more often and indeed relax. Exactly. And look around yeah. and see what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no need to photograph that moment or write in the notebook what you're seeing. Just observe yeah. and become silent. And in the silence, big messages are being spoken. And if we just listen, and that's for me, that's what's happening right now. Like the trees are talking and I want to hug them. And I remember <laughs> that there's this, you know, tree hugger. <laughs> yeah. But just to add to that, that whole tree hugger thing, I think one question is so important that we need not to overlook. And maybe there are answers there to be found. Is the question, and this is maybe a weird question, but is standing before a tree and really asking for permission to hug it, mm. not hugging it because... Mm. <sighs> hello, this is another being we're talking about. If I just went up to you and hugged you, you're like, dude, Corona, <laughs> yeah. one and a half meter. <laughs> no, 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 no. So just, st- but weird, huh? Just stand before a plant being and, and first thinking about it as a being is weird. Not saying it, but saying like he or she is weird because grandma doesn't uh, let ourselves address the plant world as, or, or the, the animal world as sentient. No. So it's in the language we need to discover uh, how we how we go about, and then saying hi there, hi, what what can I do for you? And then okay, is it now gonna talk? Mm, that's all very weird. If the, is this if this is not something you have brought up with, but just start, just start. Yeah. Feel hmm. ridiculous. It doesn't matter. The old ways were this way. 
people did this. That's why we're here. So let's just find that way back. Yeah. And what do you think that these old ways can bring us now in modern day society? I think it can deliver us all the answers we need to live in harmony with 9 billion people and have a sustainable society. I think there are no mm. problems. We're creating the problems. And mm. if we uh, transition now into this new green uh, revolution that is needed, but with the same mindset that we have built from patriarchy, this whole uh, economic society, just taking, 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 and we don't add giving, Mm. We're, we're setting ourselves up for the exact same problems. So if we start, stop, start listening, see that we have the machines to take out all the CO2. It call, it's called trees, you know. Yeah. We have the beings to pollinate everything. It's called bees. Let's start being of service to them. And we don't have a problem. Mm. We just don't. Uh, we do have to clean the ocean, but we're, 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 we send people to the moon. We're brilliant. We mm. can do everything. Yeah. So if we just start cleaning up, cleaning up, cleaning up, giving back, and just, I think we don't have problems. Yeah. I think you have a great point there that we don't have a problem. We're just oh. indeed creating it's it. An and it's an inner problem. Yeah. yeah it's mm. more in how we're raised, yeah. the generation that is alive right now. Yeah. And yeah, yeah as, as, as your home is saying who you are, that's also the earth is saying how we are now, oh, right? It's the, oh, the reflection yeah. it's of... It's a projection indeed yeah. of how our inner world is and then we see that yeah. on planet Earth. Yeah. yeah. And so true. Do we go about that narrative and just want to change that or do we step out and rewrite the story yeah. and come with a new narrative or maybe a very old one that was already there. So. Yeah, exactly. Take a step back yeah. and actually go back to our roots. And yeah. But yeah, that requires yeah. indeed, as you said as well, standing still. Standing still and, and becoming humble. And humble is something we've ego find so difficult. Mm -hmm. Saying, mm -hmm. I don't know. And and as Byron Katie says, loves, love what is. Okay, can we just do that? Like, can we just stop and say, hmm. I don't know. Hello, other being. Can you tell me? Just yeah. can you can you show me the way? Well, mankind is it set up to the, for that? I don't know. But mm -hmm. if then we don't have a problem. I think yeah. it's beautiful that you, from a young age, lived with your intuition and really trusting on that because I think that's where to start. Yeah. Because we can start with cleaning up the world, but if we don't have the intention exactly. from the inside out, yeah. we still get the world messy and everything but um yeah i also think with our own responsibility for our own health and everything it's important to know who we are with that and to know where we do it for but i'm curious when we talk about health what kind of definition do you put on health and how would you su subscribe health Yes, thank you for that question. It's a very interesting one. I don't know if I'm... Because it's an individual answer. So mm. I think health for everyone mm. feels differently. But it's funny. The World Health Organization has this beautiful description on health. Mm. And I find it very comical that it's the World Health Organization mm -hmm. actually acknowledging that health is not a physical thing. But it's a complete, I think they say, physical, social and mental well-being. Yes. And I love the well-being fact because it's, it, it overrides just this, this small thing. It's like this big thing. And, and, and if we go further on that and we say, okay, if it's a physical, social and mental well-being state, 
when we add mental or when we add social, social is a big thing. That's not how we as friends are doing or how you are in a community. I think we need to integrate in that how the animals are being treated or how the bees are doing, how the trees are doing. Because Mm -hmm. if our soil is depleted, if our waters are polluted, if the air is toxic, if the plants aren't at their best expression of nature, if we kill so many other other sentient beings on a daily basis, how can we ever talk about health? Mm -hmm. So because Mm -hmm. we are connected. And I do believe we have some possibility to transcend so to uh, transcend everything and feel some kind of uh, ultimate uh, happiness um, nonetheless what is happening in the world but on a physical on this plane of existence I think we need all to feel happy and healthy for us to feel healthy but for us to feel healthy they need to feel healthy but we need to start put on your own oxygen mask first with ourselves yeah. and that's an inward journey and Beautiful. that's your true path to health is unique and i cannot uh describe that no, for other beings yeah Yeah, no, that's beautiful. And actually, going more towards health and especially natural health, you've written a book, Plant Pharmacy. And of course, in there, you describe a lot of things that can help you actually with the self-healing part Mm -hmm. and becoming healthier yourself. I'm curious, though, like what inspired you to write that book? Well, um, books for me are are an expression mostly uh, of me at that point point in time and you've only written a few as well so (laughs) (laughs) about 10 i think Uh, the 11th is on the way (laughs) here we go but that's just what i do you know we all do things and Mm. i had the privilege to find a good publisher and and that's what i do so i don't think it's it's that big of a deal but it's it's just for me a very good way to express myself at that moment and because i have a publisher that's my little doggy in the background coughing away (laughs) (laughs) that um the publisher has this good connection with society with the zeitgeist so they know um, how to reframe my words to make it land properly because Mm. if i would just go 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 very little people would read my book i know this uh, now (laughs) i've learned this but i love seeing how everything is going faster and faster and faster and people are evolving so fast and and blowing my mind young people are so responsible and and just this new generation is stepping into the light and it's amazing and i have such a hope for this new generation but uh, back to my book. <laughs> so uh, I, I just needed to write the book. It's it's for me a spotlight on the plant kingdom because the people who know me know I, I shine a spotlight on the animal kingdom, uh, showing them these are our friends, don't eat them. And then what should you eat? Well, the plant kingdom is very diverse, but it's also medicinal. So this was my first step hmm. really to add that component to my story because it was a needed component. It was missing. Because mm. it's plants are not just something you eat. It's something you have a relationship with. And it's an old relationship. Um, so this book is just a little bit to address that. But in a very like mild, mild way. I think we are already going deeper in this podcast that I uh, went mm. in the book. Yeah, 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 beautiful. Yeah, because I think maybe, can you maybe explain what the difference is as well between um, a plant and 
a herb and when something is actually medicinal as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, a herb is a plant. So yeah. that's just it. It's just <laughs> words. It's just words. And okay. a herb is, well, you can say it's like an aromatic leafy green that you can use in your kitchen or drink tea or maybe make a medicine from. And a plant, that's like the basis. All plants are medicine, period. All plants are medicine. Mm. It's the form and the dose that determines mm. uh, in what way it is medicine. Um, we as, as nature's beings have found ways to make most powerful medicines from the most toxic plants. We know how to do this. And this has evolved from the standpoint of observe, observation and listening. Um, so how brilliant is that? We can interact yeah. with all plants. Medicine is also just sitting by a tree, sitting beside calendula or, mm. or just sniffing it uh, or smelling a rose very deeply. You can feel the medicine already going through your body. Yeah. So in that way, all plants are medicine. How does that work, though? What do you mean? Yeah, that if you smell something, that, that also has this medicinal effect on you. Well, yeah, like with lavender or something, you yeah, put it before sleep. You, yeah. 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 yeah, just think about, we have a whole business of aromatic oils. Mm. Where do the ar aromatic oils come from? From the plants. Exactly, it's the mm. scent of the plants. So we don't even need aromatic oils, we just need to find our the sub, sub, uh, subtle. subtleness thank you subtleness um, in ourselves to respond to the information of a plant and sitting by a plant and smelling it can mean you're you're just not there yet your body will will respond but you maybe have a hard time to really feeling or letting the message come through yeah But to receive it to receive it you just mm. have to train and do it again and do it again just practice and then at some point you just sit by a rose you smell it in deeply and woof a whole world opens up and you start to relax and you start to feel really feel healing taking place not by thinking it by really feeling it so yeah it's you have to do it so if you ask how does that work just Do it and suddenly you will experience it in a way mm. that I cannot describe for you. Because it's an in also a, where intuitive intuition lies. And that's a gray area for all. Because it's an individual area. You will feel it some way. You will feel it another way. Uh, they will feel it in their toes. They will feel it in their <laughs> mind. They have big dreams. It's all different. Yeah. yeah. But you need to recognize like ooh yeah. Ooh, this is it. Now now I'm feeling it. Yeah. I notice when I use a lot of aromatic oils in my house and people are always like, "Oh, I feel good here." Exactly. And that's also the atmosphere, but also in your house there are a lot of green and uh green plants and some lovely cards of animals, so you really feel connected here even more. Oh. And that's also I think what you mean by feeling it, but it's mm, yeah, yeah, you need to see it. But it's Just that moment you come into a room and you feel good. I think that's the same with when you sit next to a plant, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's the entrance. Yeah. We already have it and we know how it feels. Yeah. We just need to pay attention and make the connection. It's already yeah. there. Are there like we're going now uh, towards winter? People are getting more colds. Like I had a cold last week uh, yeah. and I drank some uh, sage tea. And it helped so good because in two days it was gone. Yeah. But are there some herbs or plants you would advise people to have in their homes for winter time? 
I understand that question, and I I also feel a little bit uncomfortable mm. uh, because I. I try not to go to the systematic side of plant medicine, like saying this and this is good mm, for that and that, mm-hmm. because it bypasses the potential of one plant. And it makes you, like, this is what the mind does. It's like, okay, now I know it. And now I know what this plant does. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Da, 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 da. I have a cold, so I need this, so this, I need and this, this and that. Without and, really, yeah. truly first paying attention, what does my body say? What mm. does it need? And what reflects in nature? So you want to bring your your focus and attention from the inward to the outward mm. and not the other way around. It's like, oh, so they really use me. your intuition as well. Yeah. yeah. So also if someone would like to start with this, because I can imagine yeah. if people hear your story and they're like, okay, so but how do I do this? How yeah. do I make that connection mm, yeah. with plants and yeah. with the herbs specifically yeah. that can be a medicine to me? You say, okay, look at what you need or feel into what you need and then yeah. look into... Uh, the natural world and what reflects and that can maybe help you exactly and there are a few tools to make it a bit easier mm, so yeah, <laughs> <nice>. yeah. <laughs> there we can look outside to nature and then we have reflected uh, the every every information we need at that moment in the seasons we have underlying universal mm. patterns everywhere we just need to recognize it and the seasons are a good expression of that So if we look at the seasons and we look now, what do we see? Well, we see the plants drawing back. They draw back to the roots. So what should we need and take in the fall and winter? The roots, because they're most potent, most potent medicine, but also the rose hips or the berries, like the red, red ultimate expression again of a plant. It's the last thing. It's where it all goes in. And then there's this vitamin C and the red for the blood that boosts the blood and eventually strengthens your immune system and that we can we can forget because it's about what you see and then what resonates with what you need so we can look at the seasons that's one so nature actually already provides oh. with what we need in this moment oh. she provides it all it always has we come from her we are her so we are a part of the whole and the whole is a part in us Mm. there's no difference it's not uh, diverse Um, so we look at the seasons and then we can use the practice of relaxation to really relax feel what comes up no judgment no ideas how it should look like just relax breathe and see if there is a language of the organs so the organs speak they have information can you listen maybe it's your stomach maybe it's your intestine maybe it's your blood or your head that needs a little bit of extra attention that's my doggy put you come on what do you need he, he actually needs to be do i need like, to help carried him? off the Should I do yeah it? yeah <laughs> okay this is a little bit of uh, interaction over here um and then we have of course learning to strengthen your intuitive voice and learning how to listen to that so there are a few things you can do Uh, and of course you can always grab a book and just use that as your entrance it's a safe way we need to work safe so we are standing on the shoulders of giants everything is already recorded and written down so we can just use it there's no that's no problem we can just no do you that. always have guidelines always have guidelines you. need to work safe and if you don't have experience f- safety first so yeah 
Mm. Well, I think the last tip about the book is also something you can do with your intuition. Like you can just go through it and maybe something is really uh, drawing your attention. And that's something you maybe need. That's also something with stones or other things. Exactly. Because I did a workshop with you last year and it was in November. And then we made a tincture. And we'll probably get into what you can do with the herbs as well in a little bit. But then you also said you explained about each herb I think we went through around 10 of them or something and you explained about each herb what it's for and then you said okay now we're going to make one but choose intuitively and I remember Mm. it was so easy because of you gave the explanation and I think that's what you mean as well Michelle that if you just look in a book and you know what inside of you you know what what you need or what sort of medicine you need something will speak to you yeah you just know yeah. And there's no question about it. People sometimes ask, but how do you know? Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to ask a question again. It's a matter of true? trusting that. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so this is a very good example. As you said, you can just read the stories about a plant or look around you what plants are growing all around you or just keep coming back. You know, sometimes you have to, just this mm-hmm. plant like, there it is again. Well, what is what is what is it saying? Yeah. Just ask. Yeah, it's no problem. And in I asking. think I think I recognize a lot of what you're saying. Like sit still and ask what you need because with my cold, I was um, uh, postponing all my appointments, and that was exactly what I needed to talk mm. and to ah. relax and to <laughs> see nobody. And my body was talking to me towards that. Yeah. So I think it's uh, it's just a small example, but I think it's really important yeah. to yeah. But your listen. body is of course an amazing yeah. guide when it comes to these things. Yeah. yeah. But I want to get into a little bit of the practical part because indeed, like how mm. people are probably going to be like, okay, but how do I use these if I know which herbs? Yeah. How can I use them? Because I know you make tinctures, for example. Can you maybe share a little bit more about what that is and what you can use it for or how to use it? Well, you. It, so it begins with um, feeling, knowing what plants uh, are there for you to help you. And then you have this, there is this reciprocity, like giving back. So it starts with building a relationship with a plant. Mm. So don't, I, I try to not encourage, think like, oh my God, I'm having a cold. I need this and this because mm-hmm. it needs to stop. But really, wow, what is my body telling me? Like you said, mm-hmm. um, there's information here. Let's go from the outside in. The illness or the symptom is just an expression of the bodily's disbalance and it's saying something. So can we go inward? And then there is outward, the plant kingdom. You have a relationship with some plants and then you can start to experience also their medicinal qualities. Mm. And it starts with, for me, it always starts with drinking a tea. It just, or an infusion, I have to say, like we're doing now. What's the we're difference? The well, tea is just, I think we're not allowed to say tea because that's the actual actual tea leaf. Yeah, true. Uh, so yeah. the infusion we use, the herbal yeah. infusion. Yeah, yeah herbal use, infusion. Yeah, it's water yeah. with the plant and it's a very subtle <laughs> and safe way to experience the medicinal powers of plants, but try to make a stronger tea than, or infusion than you're used to. So really uh, put the hot water on the plant and close the lid. It's very important to close the lid and let it sit for a minimum of 20 minutes. Then mm. at least it is a bit stronger than you just put a little bit of mint in there and drink it. And it doesn't really have the time to absorb all these nutrients and information. 
So it starts with experiencing the water substance. The, I, think, I think it's a very powerful one. And then you have the option to enjoy or take a tincture. A, tinct- a tincture is a lot stronger. So when you start working with a tincture, this is an alcohol-based um, vegetable glycerin-based or vinegar-based, well, yeah, tincture, where the plant material has soaked in that that carrier for a minimum of three weeks. So that's that's powerful stuff. And if you start taking that, you need to know what you're doing. Because uh, you really want to address the right bodily functions you really want to go inward the right way support your body in the right way and plants are powerful beings so um you need to know what you're doing yeah yeah and then it is just a good to all or have somebody around you that knows how to work with plants or work with a herbalist or really go into this journey of experiencing which plant is your plant is your Mm. friend yeah, yeah, because you cannot just use any plant or herb. You also need to be respectful, of course, about obtaining yeah. them. How yeah. do you do that? Um, like where to find them, or what yeah, where mean? to find them, indeed. Yeah, and what sort of herbs you use? Well, uh, as said, I have I have my own far, uh, apothecary that's that's ha- that has been built over the years, and are the plants that I know. Uh, some sometimes there is this new friend. <laughs> sometimes uh, I lose a friend. It's just how it goes. But it's it's not much, and I think that's mm. uh, we we make uh, like an error in thinking we we need to know the 30, 30 medicinal plants, and we need to know everything about it. It starts with one. It starts with. Finding a plant you're drawn to, uh, maybe buying seeds, planting it, making it grow, helping it grow, asking what it needs, and then suddenly it starts to have leaves, and maybe you you try a bit, you smell a bit, you make a tea, and maybe eventually make a tincture if the plant allows it. And that's how I build my own pharmacy as well. So now I have a deep uh, relationship with Angelica for, for a long time. So I have, you you cannot see it, of course, but I have here my own Angelica tincture. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been taking her because I'm menstruating right, right now. I've been taking her intensely for the past 84 hours. So she's close to me. And, mm. and I know what I'm doing because I know how much I can have of her. She's a powerful one. Um yeah, it's, it is an intuitive process because many will um, have different advice on how much to take. But then if you don't know what you're doing, just just uh, get a counsel, just get someone to yeah. advise you. Yeah. yeah, because I don't think we need to make everything ourselves if we no. because I don't I don't think everybody has their the no. passion for that or the, the want to take the time for that but i think yeah. it's important to really yeah. first listen to yourself and your body yeah. but can you advise if you don't make it yourself yeah. where to buy it or well, how to buy it I, th- I think it's always important to look locally so really mm. see if you can find for your bodily needs plants that suit that that grow around you and then find a manufacturer that uses those local plants organic mm-hmm. um, if they do wild harvest really really have your que- questions ready to ask how they wild harvest because mm. there is this there, there are 
true guidelines that need to be upheld. Otherwise, it's not going well for nature. So I think it's better if it is harvested from a garden because that that way you have an interaction with and the reciprocity again of giving back. And then you find hopefully organic a manufacturer of high quality tinctures and then you can test. So you buy a tincture and then you taste it. And in the taste, you can really experience uh, the quality of the medicine. And that's also a bit of experience. But let's say with uh, echinacea, if you have an echinacea tincture and you take it on your tongue, like one or two drops, it's electrifying. Your whole, your whole tongue will be electrified and just buzzing. Mm. And if it doesn't do that, then you don't have good medicine. So mm. this way, you need to have a bit of like a connection with the plant and it starts with drinking the tea because mm. in the tea you can find the potential of the plant yeah exactly i don't know if it makes sense so mm. I, I i do see that this can be a thresh, threshold for many like oh my gosh this this just this costs so much you know of time and of energy but let's just start with one plant just choose one plant and have it by your side the rest of the year it sounds like a long time but it can be like on a on a postcard in your schedule, in your diary, or uh, drink as a tea a few times a week. Just one, pl- like mugwort. Let's all start drinking mugwort right now. Really feel if it feels good. If it doesn't feel good, stop because your body knows. <laughs> Our doggy, my doggy is just, yeah. he's blind, so he's bumping away everywhere. I think he needs a helmet. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's on the herbs as well. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So I hope that makes a bit of sense. Yeah, but can you can you say that everybody can be their own doctor in the end? In the end, so this Mm. is an important one. In the end, we are our own doctors. Mm -hmm. It's the only doctor we have, and nature, nature is doctor. But of course, not in the beginning. If you don't know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. if your intuition has not been that strongly developed yet, we all have it, but we just all need to work on it. It's okay. I need to do it as well. Again, relaxation is very important. I often recommend people to um, do Qigong because it's a Mm. very, very good way to learn how to truly relax and um, move according to the rhythms of earth, to the natural laws. And that's where you can train to listen to the organs in the Chinese medicine. It's very normal to hear, let your liver speak Mm -hmm. or relax with your spleen or something. (laughs) For us, it's weird, but it's very... Yeah, although we have the sayings as well. We have the sayings. In Dutch, if you translate it literally in English, like, what do you have on your liver? Yeah. 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 yeah, sounds really weird in English, but it sounds yeah, weird in English. yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> come from the, somewhere. The point. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we got a lot of, yeah, yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. yeah, they came from some. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, so no, no, really, really take responsibility again. You know, take responsibility. Know where you're at. Uh, it's okay. Don't have a judgment. We all come from someplace. We need to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know this. You know, I've experienced it and still experience it because I'm not a, a born uh, healer or herbal medicine person. I'm just on the road traveling. Did, did something go wrong also with you, with, with your trying out the herbs? Or did you, did you feel like, oh, this is too much or... No, I think I've I've always been on the safe side. That's mm. why I feel so um, grateful. 
because I've always seen how gentle uh, plants work. And I think I'm very good at moderation. Mm -hmm. I'm not an addictive person. So I, I'm not the person that says, oh, this is working. I need to have a lot more of it. No, no. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this is working. That's enough. So yeah, the moderation okay. is very important yeah. with all things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also knowing at one point, oh, it, you know... Our, uh, this plant has done what it needed to do for me. Being and now, grateful to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Being so, grateful yeah. for that. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Know when to stop. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. We're really grateful that you wanted to share this wisdom with us. And I feel that there's so much, I know there's so much more <laughs> wisdom that, uh, uh. that you can share. Um, but I think it's, uh, yeah, time that we uh, round it off. There's one question we always Ooh. ask. Uh, each podcast guest at the end, and that is, uh, what does essence mean to you? Ooh. I think I feel uh, that it is, it has, it feels very pure and like delicate, but also strong. It's a quality underlying everything. And maybe it's even a song, a song by Mama Earth that just flows through us, through our veins, and it's still there. And maybe if we just return and become still, we can feel those songs again in our veins and going through all the networks that binds us together because we're all connected <laughs> and under everything. Maybe we're, we're all made of stardust. And I think it's the essence that that is the reflecting that quality hmm. yeah yeah no one can see it but i'm tearing up <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it's so yeah because yeah. Yeah. indeed we're we are all connected and and you're are... hidden your essence now like, yeah 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 beautiful <laughs> thank you for this all this beautiful knowledge and yeah, yeah and wisdom wisdom <laughs> if people want to know more about you and what you do where can they find you well i'm supposed to be on instagram <laughs> <laughs> so i have an instagram where i just try to blurb some things uh, but i have a website and i would love people to come to my website it's my whole name lisette kreischer you can find it and then we'll a put dot it in the and show a com. Notes. yeah yeah <laughs> and i have a herbal hotline and my herbal hotline is what i do at the moment and mm. it's a very low cost immediate way of being of service for very uh, all the questions surrounding amazing herbal yeah. medicine yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so great. Yeah. English or Dutch doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>